welcome to episode 8 of Follow the Pharynx. We're really on a roll here, people. Um, this is a podcast about England, and it is me reading the transcript, or more so my blog, out loud. And now, fun update, Micah has agreed to sit with me every time I read and provide his own commentary on my readings. Make sure she's not painting me in a bad light. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, we're currently sitting here with a glass of wine, and what are you drinking, Micah? A bit of uh, 10-year-old whiskey. And what's the brand, in case anyone wants to go out and buy? Well, it's called LaCroix. I think, if I, I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's Scottish. It's uh, Scotch whiskey, I guess. And it is very good. It's very smoky and peaty, but also very smooth. Mm-hmm. Now, my love, you might need to speak up a little bit because this audio is crap and we should probably buy a microphone if we're really going to do much with this okay. for Bob, for the blogcast. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go, folks. We won't take up too much of your time today. We'll try not to. Um, this episode is called How to Pass for English or Southwest English because that's really the only English I know. Uh, kicking it off with our bits and bobs as per usual. So the word of the week is levers, which here means high school seniors, or as they say here, secondary school. Um, I embarrassed myself <laughs> the other day. What's new? <laughs> at work, because I did not understand this word. I didn't know this was a word. And a guy came in to buy some coffee at my cafe, and he was wearing a sweatshirt, which here they call a jumper, I believe, um, that had a, you know, like a logo on it, a nice little emblem. And around this circular em emblem, the top said, um, read 2020 something like that, reads 2020, and on the bottom it said levers. And so I said, oh, cool, like, what's your shirt from? What's that mean? Reads 2020, like, whatever. And then he kind of gave me this dumb look, and this girl next to me, my coworker, started laughing, and she's like, that's his school, obviously. Can't you tell? And then I said, oh, cool, is levers the town? that your school was in and then the guy literally just walked away without saying anything to me and then my coworker was pretty much on the ground laughing at me because levers it was literally a shirt that you would have like any school in the u.s where they get like a high school senior shirt and it says like ballard 2020 class of 2020 seniors um but I didn't understand that. So anyways, if you come to England, don't make the mistake I did. Hmm? All right, recipe of the week. Uh, this week we made baked, crunchy, hot honey chicken. And it was good. It was very good, folks. It tasted like, I don't know, like an adult chicken nugget. 
right? Yeah, something like it's that. It's like a luxury adult baked, so not as terrible for you, chicken nugget. And it's been over a year since I've had like really good crunchy chicken since I have been gluten-free, so it was a treat. Um, we also made acorn squash mac and cheese. I am including the recipe at the end of this. I think that's just my thing now. I'm including recipes all the time. Apparently, I'm now a I, chef. I can finally say, follow me for more recipes. Yeah. And it, and it actually makes sense. Exactly. Uh, current read, I am... I am kind of in between books, and I really need your recommendations, so please comment below your book recs. I'm looking for fiction only, folks. Uh, latest hike. We did two hikes this week. The first one was around uh, Kennick Reservoir, which is a ways back in our backwood. We went here with our church group, and it was really beautiful until the end. We got caught in this insane wind and rainstorm on the way back, and it was kind of miserable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but then we got back and dried off around the wood burner with hot chocolate and apple cake, and then it was really nice and worth it. The second hike we did was just yesterday. We went to this little village called Lusley, and there was a wood just outside the village that we started in. We went up from there to Hunter's Tour, and there was apparently this, like, ancient campground there that we could not quite find. I think it's kind of buried. So we tried to find it, and we meandered around for a while and then kept moving. And then we looped down through a muddy, very poopy cow pasture <laughs> and saw an adorable baby calf, which you'll see in the pictures below. And then what else did we see, Micah? Uh, then we met a guy on the path, and we said hi to you, and then you said hello, and, and then you said... Don't worry, my calves won't bother you. And he was out walking his two calves out through the woods, like just no leashes. They were just meandering about as he as he went went along. And he said he did that every day. <laughs> and we tried to pet the calves, but they were a little bit wary of us, and so we didn't get the chance, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, that has truly been our favorite hike in England so far. So um, I should honestly link it. I'm going to update this post and link it for anyone who's listening to this that lives in England, in our area. You should go to this hike. Um, okay, wildlife spotted this week. There's actually a ton. So we picture, uh, pictured below is, if you're following along in the blog, is a hawk that we saw on our drive. And then also pictured is the calf we saw on our hike. And, not pictured, but we also saw and heard a ton of European robins this week, which is my favorite sound these days, and I have linked a little noise of what it sounds like in my blog, because <laughs> they're so, it's so pleasant, everybody. It's pleasant. <laughs> a little noise. A little noise. <laughs> Tell them it's pleasant. It is very, they're very, they have a very beautiful song. They're much, yeah, they have a, a really complex song that they sing. All right, so here we're moving on to the actual blog post. How to pass for English. And this is specifically Southwest English because I have spent all of three days anywhere but Southwest England. So here we go. Just close your eyes and picture this with me, folks. Join me for a pint at the Tame House Inn. You'll need to walk there for the full experience. Take in the scent of the lush green pasture, the rushing sound of the tame river, 
the songs of robins and the squawks of pheasants clashing wonderfully, the bit of rain sprinkling against your face, the clouded sun causing you to magically lose track of time. Enter the inn at dusk through the creaking wooden door. You'll be met with the hum of workers at the bar, stopping abruptly as they see a stranger enter their frequented pub. You'll instantly smell the musty floorboards of a thousand pints stove, the smoke of the wood burner, the wet dog drying off in its warmth. Smile and request a pint of the local scrumpy. Do not ask the bartender how this rough cider is made. You do not want to know. Just slap your three quid on the counter and take a large gulp. Avoid grimacing as you swallow. Smile. Take a seat. You belong now. All right. How to pass for a true Southwest English lass in 12 steps. One, drink scrumpy without grimacing at a local inn. Re above. Two, put clotted, put clotted cream on every dessert. This is basically a thick custard and used how Americans use whipped cream is the best way I can describe it. it they don't have it in the U.S., really. No, nothing like it. Nothing it's like it's it. really thick. It's like a really, really thick whipped cream. It's like it's kind of like lard, honestly. It's like thick pudding. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like I said, like lard. Lard. I, I've never eaten lard. Lard is a fat. Yeah, and so is this. <laughs> yeah, but lard is like a non-sweet fat. Yeah, this stuff's not that sweet either. It's yeah, just kind of creamy. Mm. It kind of tastes like sweet and condensed milk, folks, but really condensed. I just think it's creamy. It's very sweet. Agree to disagree. Three, understand that every meal concludes with tea. No one will leave your house until you've served tea. You must serve tea. <laughs> All right, number four. Own a dog, or multiple preferably. Never leash them unless a sheep is nearby. Always ask passerby if they want to pet your dog. This last point is essential to fitting in. Yeah, I don't even think they ask. They just smile at you until you pet the dog. And if you don't, they probably are offended. They just stop walking and kind of look at you and then look at their dog. It's just expected that you're going to pet the dog. It's expected that you love dogs <coughs> here. Which also, Emily Davis, who writes Wonder Gone Wild blog, which you all should check out. Emily, if you're listening to this, I was truly offended when you said that dogs were out in your last post. That's all I have to say. That's truly offensive to me. Um, you would never pass for a true English lass. Uh, number five, nail the clean girl look up top. And down, down below, a muddy pair of New Balance tennis shoes. I cannot do this. This style is not me. But to be honest, I love that this look is so trendy in Exeter because it makes my just-jumped-out-of-the-shower aesthetic fit in much more easily. Please comment about this, Micah. The I clean girl look is a thing here. I don't know what to here. say. I don't, what does that even mean, clean girl? Oh. As opposed to dirty girl? The clean girl look. Don't even get me started. I'm going to show you. I think my mother has asked question on uh, any social media platform. That girl. That girl. Yeah. Clean girl look. Yeah. Like your, your hair is like plastered down to your head. Mm-hmm. And you have like lots of... I don't know. We don't need to get into it, you guys. I linked a YouTube channel on how to nail the clean girl look. So if you're <laughs> into it, like and subscribe this girl. She's nailing it. 
Um, I'm going to stick with my just hopped out of the shower and am almost late to work flushed face aesthetic. Number six, learn to ask questions with a down inflection, not up. Please give me an example, Micah. Um, is this the way to the pub? Are you, are you really going there? <laughs> oh, good. That was a very poor attempt at an accent. If this is really a thing, though. But it's really just about the inflection. It's the inflection. It's all about that. Like, every question here ends down, not up. In America, you would say, how do you want your tea? And in England, you would say, how do you want your tea? How do you want your tea? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you want your tea? How do you want your tea? All right. All right. I'm Keep so going. sorry, you guys. <laughs> um, also, start using terms like should do, knackered, feral, cheeky, and more. Have you heard the term feral? No. I heard this girl walking down the street yesterday, and she was like, oh, man, at the club last night person's name sam i don't know what her name was at the club last night sam went so feral <laughs> <laughs> all right uh tip number seven chug your coffee even if it burns your throat it must be chugged if your cup is not empty in less than two minutes they for sure will know you're not from here this i do not agree with it should take a full two hours to finish a cup of coffee in my opinion uh number eight hike and bike in all weather all weather meaning downpours be capable of biking over 10 miles on San Franciscan-like hills. Stop using the word hike. Hikes are walks, no matter the terrain. Yeah, I don't know. They don't use the word hike here at all. It's very disappointing because the hikes here are actually difficult, and so then you just feel like you didn't accomplish anything when you call it a walk. Uh, number nine. Be capable of drinking any American under the table. This one I am not incorporating, obviously, but it is for sure a cultural thing here that needs to be mentioned. The amount of alcohol in the UK consumed, the amount of alcohol the UK consumes is unreal. It would put any American frat to shame. I did not research it, but the first thing that came up in a Google search said Brits drink a full liter more of pure alcohol than an American in a given year. Wow. Those are the stats, people. Uh, number 10. Drive incredibly fast on incredibly narrow roads, walled in by hedge, without having a panic attack when another car speeds by. Get used to the sound of hedge branch branches scraping against car doors as you squeeze by other cars. Again, do not panic. This is normal. It's like driving here is like playing a constant game of chicken. <laughs> you just, you know, you never know when someone's going to come around the curve in the middle of the road and you both have to slam on your brakes or reverse. <laughs> yesterday micah had to reverse for almost a quarter mile to get to an area that wasn't just a single lane so that someone could get by us it was very stressful um number 11 confuse yourself and everyone around you by using miles as a point of measurement then switching to liters when discussing milk know how to switch willy-nilly between metric and standard systems of measure also understand celsius Get better at math so you can convert quickly in your head from Fahrenheit so no one will suspect. Here's another one I was just talking to my friends about is that they use stone, but only for if you're talking about your weight. 
-hmm. Like, you would say, I weigh 14 stone. But I think that's the only thing they use that for. Yeah. Yeah, they have a very odd mix of... I uh, don't even know what stone means. Like, how many kilograms is that? Oh, I don't remember. It's, it's, quite a, it's quite a bit, as you can imagine, if I'm you know, only 14 stone. Imagine if I walked in and told someone that I, was, that I weighed 50 liters. <laughs> well, liters is a measurement of volume. <laughs> no, I know, but like, what if I walked in and I was like, in volume, I am 50 liters. <laughs> what would they do? Uh, okay, number 12. Be charming. How to be charming. Wear lots of sweaters and dungarees. That essentially, it means it's an overall. They call their overall dungarees here. Um, smile and make eye contact when you meet someone and chat for a full 15 minutes on first meeting, letting your demeanor give the full impression that you have absolutely nothing you'd rather be doing than having a chat with a perfect stranger. Honestly, the Southwest English give each other such a gift of time and attention here. They say lovely to meet you and mean it and take hospitality to an insane level. I want you to share the story of the cabin thing that we had. Yeah, we, we got this, uh, we had this contact from this guy who we were looking for a place to live when our lease runs up, and uh, we got in contact with this guy, he said he has this cabin, but he was like very cryptic about when it was available, or like any of the terms of renting it or whatever, and so we went to his house thinking we were like doing like an apartment viewing, um, and it turns out he just like... It's, it's, it was this place on this compound that he lived. And we got there, and instead of just showing us the apartment, he had, like, a fire going, and he had probably, like, three different types of, like, little hors d'oeuvres that he had made and prepared for us. And he's like, come in, come in, take your coat off, take a seat in the red chairs by the fire. Can I get you a whiskey? And it was clear, like, we were going to be there for a while. <laughs> we did not anticipate that, but... We ended up, yeah, just sitting down with him and having some whiskey and talking to him about his, his time in the in the Royal Marines. and For like an hour and a half. Yeah, probably spent a good almost two hours there with him. And we thought we were going to go in for like five minutes and get a quick tour. <laughs> and we walk in, it's just like candlelit, that's it. Yeah. And he is like, he was so charming. He, he was, was just very like friendly. smiling and jovial and wearing a sweater, of course, and drinking a G&T. Yeah. I don't know. It was, that's what I mean by charming. All right. Uh, why do we want to pass for English here? What's the point? If you were here, you would know there's only so many American jokes you can take before you start working on your English accent. I.e., oh, you're American? Are you able to cope with the smaller portion sizes here? <laughs> Please enjoy my slapback in form of meme below. Um, this, obviously, if you're listening and not looking, you can't see this, but I'll just read to you. It says, British, star, asterisk, British, conquers half of the planet just for spices. Also, British food. And then it's like, beans on toast mashed potatoes, <laughs> just all around terrible food that has no flavoring in it at all. Plain white bread. I saw there's Plain another, white bread. There's another meme I like that says all of the UK still eats like the Germans are flying overhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, um, also, yes, I recognize the irony in the very American comfort food type recipes I've posted this week, but hey, 
What I do in the confines of my own house cannot be held against me. Happy inflection practicing, and please enjoy a Big Mac this week for those who would now be judged if we did so. That's all, folks. Come to us next time for... Wait, say, say, your, say your line. What's my line? Oh, yes. Uh, like and subscribe, and follow <laughs> me for more recipes. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, nope. or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. That's it. All right. Love and peace. Peace and love to you all. See you next week.